called to the booth. Akeem Tlaib here. He coming off a tough two weeks. Bounce back game for the Broncos. No John Gruden. Paul, drop that beat. The Broncos were undefeated in the month of September, have not gotten a win in October. Hopefully that changes this week with the Las Vegas Raiders in town. I'm Harrison Sanford. That's Aqib Tlaib. Uh, when you see Aqib, you not only come here for your uh, analysts for each week, but you also come here to reflect on Super Bowl 50. And for listeners of this podcast and listeners of this podcast only, we are going to do a subscribe, rate, and review contest. All you have to do is subscribe to us on YouTube, subscribe to us on podcast, any podcast app that you use, send us screenshots to our call to the booth email address, and you have the opportunity to win an item from Super Bowl 50 or from, in general, a Broncos item that you'd like to get signed by a key to leave. We'll have more details as soon as you follow up, give us your email with your screenshots and things of that nature. But a key for the people who are listening, watching, I wonder, what is your favorite piece of memorabilia from Super Bowl 50? Oh, favorite piece of memorabilia. Got to be the jersey, right? I got the the actual game-worn jersey with the patch on it. I feel like that's the livest piece of memorabilia you can have, right? Like, it's better than shoes and all that. You got the actual jersey that you had on in the game with the patch, with the grass stains. I got to say the jersey. You're not the type to have left the, the stadium with a piece of dirt, right? Nah, nah, nah. Jersey or the ring. I mean, you always got the ring, too. You know what I'm saying? It's like a little trophy. So the jersey or the ring. Got to be the jersey or the ring. Yeah, leaving leaving the uh, stadium with the, with with some dirt in a bag nah, doesn't hell seem like nah. something you do. Nah, a piece of, the, right, a uh, piece of the bench or something, right? A water bottle from Nashville. <laughs> nah. Not me. Right, we're going to talk about... <laughs> We're going to talk about that Las Vegas Raiders uh, matchup and everything that's happening with the Las Vegas Raiders in our next segment. But first, we got to go back and look at what happened in Game 5. Uh, Broncos had a furious comeback in the end, but for the most part, were pretty much out of it the entirety of the game. That offense yeah. was just not moving well at all. The key, as you watch the game, uh, give us a diagnosis of what you were seeing on the field. Man, to be honest, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest, man. For the last two weeks, Ravens and Steelers, you know, that's a physical black and blue division, right? Well, they came out here and out-physicaled us. They 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 hit us. We had guys dropping against the Ravens with broke ribs and, you know what I'm saying? Guys, a lot of hit sticking going on for those other teams. Now, I was watching the game, and it was one point in the game where Kareem Jackson came, bam, he hit Juju. Juju kind of... Came up out of it, right? It was on the Stiller sideline. They kind of said, talked a little noise. Melvin Ingram kind of talked a little noise to Kareem Jackson. By three plays later, Kareem Jackson came and hit Juju again. Bam! And that's the that's the hit that dropped Juju out for the rest of the season, right? So I thought that was the turning point. He came and hit him. I jumped up out my seat. Let's go! Let's go, Kareem! Let's. I mean, I was turned up, right? I thought like we was getting out physical, and at that point, bam! That was gonna be the turning point, but. That one hit came, and then it was right back to them more out physical in us. So, hey, the dogs got to show up, man. The dogs got to come to play, and that's when your dogs come in. When teams think they're playing physical, your dogs come in, and they kind of match it, right? 
The dogs got to show up, man. We need some some dogs got to come play. As you alluded to last week and as we talked about last week, no participation grade, so no Bronco of the week. Real quick on this AFC West, uh, the Chargers won again. Chiefs lost again. But the Broncos seem like they're out as you evaluate the division to keep. Uh, are you automatically ruling out the Raiders now? Is it just pretty much the, after they still have to beat the Raiders, but the Chiefs and Chargers looking like the cream of the crop in that division. Am I right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, Chargers and the Chiefs in the lead. The Broncos not done yet. They still got a chance, man. They got to win some of these division games. But I think the Raiders, Raiders out of there, man. So definitely going to have to catch the Chargers and the Chiefs. In order to get the Raiders out of there, outside of their, their coach being gone, they're going to have to beat them in week six. And that's the matchup we'll talk about next. That's Akeem Tlaib. I'm Harrison Stanford. Stick with us right here on Call to the Booth. We'll break down that matchup. Once you got to see the full scope of everything that he had emailed Bruce Allen, somebody that you know as well, because he was the general manager of uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when you got drafted there. I'm, I'm sure you probably felt the same way the NFL had to get this done. Me personally, knowing Gruden, man, he's not a racist, man. Gruden just called me maybe a couple months ago, just congratulating me on TV, giving me pointers to help me further my career. He don't have to do that kind of stuff. If you're a racist white guy, you're not calling a young black man to help him along in his life, right? No matter who he is, if you're racist, you're not going to do stuff like that, right? So the racist part, I, I, don't, I don't buy it at all, man. I don't buy it not one bit. And as far as how he feel about fem females, if that's that's on him, man. I, I know how I feel about it. I feel like I met women over the last five years, especially in this media, and it gave me a whole new respect of women and their knowledge in football. I'm talking to Mina Kimes, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, she she know a lot. She know a whole lot in sports, right? So it gave me a new outlook in it. So you live and you learn. The emails was eight years ago. Maybe at by this point, he learned more about females. Maybe a female ref caught his game, and now he really can respect the female because she did a great job, right? So what do you think happens for them going forward? It could be – I'd say it get a lot worse if they were 0-5. But they're yeah. not. They're three and two. So there's still something there. How do you think this pushes them forward? What do you think happens in the aftermath of this? Well, I I don't think you 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 don't shake back from from losing your sole leader like that, man. That's like losing a quarterback out for the season. Your head coach gone. He is the tempo of that building. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. Rich, I played for Rich too. He was a great a great coordinator. He's a great leader as well. And this won't be his first time interning as a head coach. So, man, he done did this before, right? And he a great leader. But just to switch the tone of the building midseason like that is never good, man. I don't, I don't think it ever works. Uh, they out of there, man. The, Ra the Raiders is out of there. They'll finish cool. It won't be enough to make the playoffs. Division too tough, man. And it's, it's just hard to, it's hard to fight back from losing your leader like that. Broncos had issues with Mark Andrews two weeks ago. Could have some issues with Darren Waller and the Las Vegas Raiders uh, this upcoming week in week six. Kareem Jackson, Justin Simmons, two guys who are going to be needed in this matchup in week six. Uh, but before we even break down and look at the scouting reported key, we just have to talk about John Gruden no longer being the head coach. I think for the Denver Broncos, this is an ideal opportunity to kind of hit a team when they're down and really uh, take advantage of the maybe lack of morale in that Las Vegas Raiders locker room. Definitely the perfect shake back game for the Broncos, man. You're going against a team who just lost their leader. And uh, 
They're on the road too, right? It's the Broncos at home, right? Broncos are at home. So yeah, they lost their leader. You coming back home? So man, it's it's a perfect situation for you. But you still got to go play the game. You still got to prepare and get the job done. Speaking of playing the game, uh, past two weeks, uh, Broncos haven't been too good on the offensive line. Uh, we saw Teddy Bridgewater under pressure last week in Pittsburgh at Heinz Field. They got Max Crosby this week, and you also got Casey Hayward as a defensive back for those Las, uh, Las Vegas Raiders who could be on uh, Tim Patrick. He could be on Colton Sutton. Interesting matchup to watch as you break down uh, what the offense can do against this Las Vegas Raiders. I, I assume you're thinking more Javante Williams, who's looked strong, and Melvin Gordon will help this offense generate more points than it did last week. Got to Got to start with those guys, man. You're getting that interior of your line back. Got to start with the run game, man. The pass game is so much better when the Broncos is running the football. So get those guys going, get those guys going early, and then that'll open up everything else. So when we when they did that uh, matchup against the Ravens, you said, well, it was the first time they saw Lamar Jackson, and that kind of helped Mark Andrews be uh, have a Mark Andrews-like performance. And we saw what he right. did on Monday Night Football, too, as well. Now, they have more familiarity with the Las Vegas Raiders, have more familiarity with Darren Waller. What can they take away from those matchups, the matchup, in, uh, the matchup against Mark Andrews in week four, to have a good matchup against one of the top tight ends in the NFL? Well, don't, don't, don't look at that, ra at, that, uh, at that Ravens tape. You, you want to seal that up, bury that, put it somewhere. You don't want to watch that because you don't want to do nothing that y'all did against Andrews. You don't want to do that against Waller, so... Bring out some of the tapes from last year against Waller, man. They play. I think they played them pretty good last year. Uh, you know, at least you know how the Raiders. You know how the Raiders want to use them. So the Broncos pretty much stay within their defense. They're not one of the defense who like we come out playing cover two and cover one against this team and cover four and cover five against this team. They pretty much stick to what they do. You know what I'm saying? They kind of they kind of highlight guys and and they may put a guy in a different spot to be around Waller. So you know what I'm saying? You go to Waller's side. They know how to handle them, man. So keep eyes on them. Stop that run. They'll be all right. And another matchup that we're going to look here when you look at our A-plus matchup is we talked about Cortland Sutton potentially and Casey Hayward Jr. Another interesting one as well, and I know you probably keep your eye on this guy, Bryce Callahan in the slot against Hunter Renfro. Derek yeah. Carr loves going to him. Uh, just break down that matchup real quick before we get out of here. Uh, it'll be good. It'll be a good matchup inside. It'll be a lot of carry three type situations, but in the man situations, uh, he will end up on uh, on Renfro in the slot. Callahan will end up on Renfro in the slot, and that's going to be big on big, man. It's a good slot corner, good a good slot receiver. It's going to be a lot of third downs. It's going to come third down red zone. He's going to have to stand up and win those matchups. About to get out of here before we check in for next week. Broncos, a three-point favorite at home as of now, early in the week. That line might change, especially with Gruden gone, and a 44-and-a-half over-under. What do you got? I'm riding with the Broncos. Got to ride with the Broncos at home. Uh, turmoil in Vegas. Pick the Broncos. Pick your paper up. Pick your paper up with the Broncos. That's according to Akeem Tlaib. When we come back next week, we'll investigate that answer and look ahead to their Week 7 matchup. That's Akeem Tlaib. I'm Harrison Sanford. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. You might come up not just with... Uh, subscription to our feed and good content but you might have a prize as well see you next time